0: Welcome to Vodcast, our weekly podcast. We podcast on Vodcast. Yeah. Welcome to Vodcast, the weekly podcast that breaks down current events, pop culture, and life with a side of vodka. Today, we're going to talk about Miss America, tennis, and catfights. I'm Juliet, joined as always by Michelle. Hi. Welcome to podcast. Well, welcome to Vodcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't, I can't ever get this <laughs> <don't> way. <know> <laughs> anyway. Uh, how was your week? Uh, my week was not nearly as exciting as yours. Yeah, there was a bloodbath yesterday at the nail salon. Oh, it was a it. mess. I know, I'm so jealous. I wish that would have happened to me. It made my experience more interesting, you know? For sure, for sure. Well, I uh, got an interesting package this week. Oh, do tell.
0: My mother sent me what she calls the healthcare package. It had uh, dental floss in it. Uh, A bunch of different toothpaste. My mother is a dental hygienist. Ah, so that makes more sense. Uh, A coconut flavored teeth whitening kit that I think we should try at some point. I hate coconut, but I'm not a coconut fan, but I like coconut shrimp. Yeah, I don't even like coconut shrimp. And I like piña coladas and getting caught in the rain.
1: Oh, touche.
0: Ah, (laughs) I enjoy that as well. Mm -hmm. So it had that in it. It had a book called Beat the Heart Attack Gene, because I guess I'm dying. I don't know. I made a
1: video of it. Oh, and put wow. it, I can put it up on our Instagram. Yeah. So people can enjoy. I, w- I want to enjoy that <laughs> because I, I actually see the book over here in this box. Yeah. Beat the heart attack gene. Beat huh? the heart
0: attack gene. So I guess.
1: You have a heart attack gene. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know I have a bum liver, but I didn't know that I'm also dying. So uh, our vodka drink today is called the OK Mom, I'm Healthy. And it's vodka, agave nectar, and green tea.
1: Ooh. Yeah, a little icy drink in our fancy plastic wine glasses. Yeah, so we don't break anything this time. Cheers. Just really doesn't clink the way it should. It's refreshing. I like it. I do. I do. I like the tea. Speaking of healthy, let's get a
0: healthy dose of the news. Not a lot happened that wasn't depressing, so I kind of just want to talk about... Uh, trump's rally in billings montana oh man it was so great well not particular the rally itself but there was a really special guy in the back mm-hmm. known as plaid shirt guy to plaid everyone at this shirt point guy. he is a high school senior who decided to go to the rally because it was in his town and he went with a couple friends and he got randomly chosen to be in the background of this uh, uh, of the trump rally and th- he was kind of coached beforehand and they said get out there and you know just be enthusiastic in the background and enjoy yourself and he said okay sure and then proceeded to listen to what Trump was saying and make kind of a couple faces and Mm -hmm. we'll put that up on the website but he was he was pretty entertaining until somebody walked up to him and said hey I'm here to replace you and he walked off he got held in a room talked to some secret service agents who were cordial with him and said we have to ask that you leave So he left and became known on the internet forever as Plaid Shirt Guy.
1: Yeah, so Plaid Shirt Guy's real name is Tyler Linfesti. He's 17 years old. Um, I remember I read somewhere that uh, he's also a member of, uh, obviously, the Democratic Party. And he was wearing um, a Democrat pin on on his shirt as well in the background. So he was... He was instantly going to be controversial. You could kind of tell when you first started watching it, and he was just freaking hilarious. I enjoyed the crap out of him because most of the people in the background of Trump are your cliches. There's the guy in the hard hat. There's the black guy, or just a person of color. There's women, and somebody's wearing a "Make America Great" hat again. But wait, I, wait. I "Make America Great Again"? Yeah, "Make America Great Again" hat. There we hat. go. Great hat again. Great hat again. <laughs> oh. um, I think it's interesting that there's a guy in a hard hat because why? Because that appeals to the blue collar. I work hard for my money. Kind yeah, but of thing. why are you wearing it at a rally? You're not working. Which is why it is so enjoyable to watch the people in the background of his rallies because they're obviously just there to create some sort of image for him.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the backgrounds of all photos, not just rally photos. So, I do like pulling screen grabs of people's faces. So, I think you and I have passed a couple of these rally rally weirdos back and forth to each other so we can put up a couple of those oh, absolutely. on our website as well. Our rally friends, you can visit our website vodcastpodcast.com, V O D K C A S T podcast.com. Yay. Uh, go to the vodcast extras tab and you'll see a lot of fun things that Mm -hmm. we don't we mention on the show but they're little visual aids to help you along when you listen to some things oh yeah so please enjoy those we work hard on them um i wanted to talk a little bit about these people that are hired to support you at rallies and events and things there's there's a site or some kind of company called crowds on demand or supporters on demand where you can just hire a bunch of them and it's almost like you know buying instagram followers and things like that it so, is but i don't know like is it wrong because it's political campaigning
1: well i i don't like it i don't like it when you flat out like trump has been attacking the Democratic Party for a while saying that they're hiring these these fake people for their crowds. You know, people are saying Parkland shooting. Those were all paid actors. It's constantly just part of their campaign campaign to talk about these other people paying for it when they're the ones that actually there is proof. Like there was I think it was in Arizona Um, People were taking screenshots of Craigslist postings for $50, preferably people of color um, and women. They would provide shirts and hats and things like that. And, you know, they would last for like 15 minutes, get taken down, go up again because they didn't want it to be screenshot and sent out. But of course it was because technology. And there's a thing called the Wayback Machine, which you can always find that kind of shit. What's that? Wayback Machine? Yeah. Oh, it's a web archive. So like if you if there's an old website that you used to go to all the time in like two thousand four but it no longer exists, you can click the or you can put the link into the Wayback Machine and it'll go back to two thousand four where they screenshotted it and like you can go through the website. Whoa. So yeah. porn does live forever, guys. Yes. I found my old diary yeah. from high school. Live journal? Uh, no, it was blog drive. Oh nice. Yeah. Nice. It was definitely very interesting. <laughs> um, would you ever be a rally extra? um i think if i was really down and out for cash yeah i mean i can't sell my plasma i can't donate blood i can't do all the standard things that you know when you're kind of down and out you try to do so i might do it i I'd, definitely would never do it for trump though just right. because that's completely if i really don't like the candidate or something like that i wouldn't right although it would be kind
0: of fun to mm-hmm. be a part of that crowd and maybe yeah. get that
1: 15 i'd rather do the- that
0: plaid shirt i got right boring we got one more piece of news here though uh and that is the Miss America pageant was held on Sunday. Yeah. It was the 96th, I believe. Gosh. There have been so many. There have been so many. They uh, they actually, this one introduced some groundbreaking changes to the competition. Not only were the contestants no longer judged by their appearance in bikinis, so the swimsuit competition, gone. Nice. But the evening gown portion was kind of more lax. So there was even someone in a pantsuit. Ooh. I know. So Pulling a Blake Lively. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, So all the contestants come out at the beginning and they introduce themselves and give a little like tidbit about their state. Well, Miss Michigan, Emily Sioma, came out and said, From the state with 84% of the U.S. fresh water but none for its residents to drink, I'm Miss Michigan, Emily Sioma. And it was pretty baller. That is a boss (laughs) bitch thing to say. Because actually literally this week as kids were going back to school they all got announcements saying don't drink from the water fountains because there's
1: lead in it. Oh my god. So it's pretty horrible. We're turning into a third world country slowly. We're disgusting.
0: But the big news is the winner Nia Franklin Miss New York was crowned Miss America 2019. She is a classically trained opera singer and her Her platform is an advocate for the arts because of that. Uh, What's interesting, though, is she was thrown this softball question about being a New Yorker and how it kind of made her someone that could take on this Miss America role. And she talked about having New York grit and blah, blah, blah. But she's only been in New York for a year. She's actually from North Carolina. She went through the pageant world of North Carolina. She went to college in North Carolina. She's only been in New York for a year so there's this lax rule about how long you need to live in a place before you can represent that place. And she, it's, it's six months, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, you could be in Texas for six months and be Miss Texas and Miss America pageant.
1: Huh. I don't totally agree with that. I don't either, because that's just, if you do pretty shitty in your own state, you can just move to another one. Yeah. Or if like the, you know, what if like Wyoming just always has horrible people coming out of it? You'll be like, well, I could probably do well in Wyoming. Exactly. I you mean, know? Miss
0: Idaho, it was the first time in a really long time that a Miss Idaho made top 10. Yeah. So if you're just not really doing well in a bigger city or a bigger state and you say, well, I'm just going to go to Idaho because I know mm-hmm. I'm going to kill
1: it in Idaho. Yeah. Well, when you think about it too, North Carolina, just thinking about North Carolina, I think of pageant girls, debutantes, like all that Southern kind of thing, even though it's it's North, I just still, the Carolinas to me are just very beauty pageant-ish anyway. So I wonder if the competition was just too steep and she's like, I'm going to go to New York because I got that New York grit. Maybe. Maybe.
0: I just thought it was interesting that she was kind of throwing that question about being from New York. That's kind of a simple question that was thrown at her, whereas other girls are getting questions like, what's your biggest failure? And actually the one that was asked oh, wow. that question, um she nailed it cuz she said I think failure's kind of showing that you've lost something and I think every time you have a setback in your life it just molds you into a stronger person as you overcome it. It was baller. Wow,
1: that's definitely a beauty queen response.
0: Yeah, but Nia Franklin won. So, she's
1: very pretty. No, it is a beauty pageant still. Oh, Oh, they don't call it that anymore? It's a
0: competition. Oh. A beauty competition. Okay. Speaking of beauty queens, Ooh. I want to finally talk about a show that you and I have been talking about for a month or so now, mm-hmm. uh, Netflix Insatiable. Yeah. The show Insatiable has been picked up for a second season. Oh, and that's awesome. I am awesome. incredibly excited.
1: I was hoping so, because I want to know what happens.
0: Yeah, it's great. I mean, season one ended on a cliffhanger. The show almost didn't air because there were more than 200,000 people signing a petition to cancel it before it even came to to air because they watched the trailer and said, Oh, there's a lot of fat shaming. It's triggering. You know, we still have time to stop this series from being released and it's causing a devastation and self doubt in young girls having never seen it, having just saw a trailer, read a petition and decided, yep, I'm going to sign that over 200,000 people. Signed to try to get it canceled. Luckily, it didn't do a damn thing and the show still aired. Uh, the show tells a story of Patty, who is an overweight teen who spent her life being relentlessly bullied after an altercation that causes Patty to have her jaw wired shut for three months. She loses a ridiculous amount of weight, becomes gorgeous, and she vows to seek revenge on everyone that hurts her. She is helped by her lawyer slash beauty pageant coach, Bob Armstrong. Uh, his wife, Cora Lee, is played by Alice Milano, who's one uh, of the producers and one of my favorite people in the world. She's so great in this. Alice Milano is great in everything. Uh, Alyssa Milano is, I think, probably one of the only people that started as a child actor and has still never had a real scandal in her life. Every single thing that she gets attention for and it's called a scandal is her doing something good.
1: Right. Have Except, you ever noticed that? Yeah, I think the most scandal was her Poison Ivy days. Yeah but that's but not But that's not even scandalous. that's, scandalous. It's just that's like, a role ooh. in a film. Yeah, it was just like, oh, look at Alyssa Milano. She was such a, you know, yeah. baby face little child actress and now she's Poison Ivy. Right. But it was just her being sexy and something. But that's
0: the thing. Yeah. I mean, I remember Alyssa Milano as a as a young young kid during um Who's the Boss? She there was there was this boy Ryan who was a very the Ryan famous White story. Yeah, very famous boy had AIDS. This was during the the uproar of the AIDS epidemic and how horrible it is and how contagious it was. And people tried to stay away from anyone was... that had it. They were afraid of them. And she, as a, ch- a teenager, as yeah. a child, she went, hung out with him, gave him a kiss and was just showing, this is fine. You're not yeah. going to catch it. You can be kind to people. And this is a child. Yeah. And she's and she's been like that forever. And so the second I saw her name was attached to it, I was like, I call bullshit on this whole uproar against it because yeah. i don't think she would have chosen a show no. like that she there had to be something to it and she's a really funny person too uh and it shows in this it's a it's a dark comedy it's hilarious uh it tackles a lot of social issues like binge eating and sexuality and body dysmorphia and self-improvement um and everyone's kind of an anti-hero in this yeah every single person is inherently good and inherently bad in this show. Everybody is selfish, Mm -hmm. but
1: selfless at times. And I think that's kind of real. Yeah. So I I love this show. I absolutely love this show because I, at first, I was reading all of the news stories about how it's body shaming. It's this, it's that. And it was just people getting getting angry that somebody had been heavy at one point, had lost weight and been happy to be at that weight. And suddenly people were noticing them. And I don't think that that is a body shaming thing at all. I think that's exactly what happens in the world. And you don't want to see it on TV. You find that offensive. Well, that's what happens. And there are a lot of characters in this that are very body positive. And like you said, everybody's kind of a little bit of an anti-hero in it. Um, I think I there were a couple episodes there where I couldn't stand her character, but that's why I liked it even more, is because she's just, she's relatable at times. You absolutely hate her, and you can't understand what she's doing and why she's doing it. And then you love her at the end of the day. It's right. great. Right, and, I, and
0: I've and i always liked that, because sometimes characters get really boring if they're just totally likable all the time and i like when you are rooting for one you hate the other and that's kind of fun about this show like all of a sudden Alyssa milano's character becomes this heinous bitch at one point and you're like oh my god but i just loved her this whole time and now i hate her but while i'm hating her i'm loving patty right and it, it's just it's cool debbie ryan plays patty she is like a
1: disney channel star
0: uh, yeah, I didn't day. know that.
1: That was past my yeah. age. She's a singer too. She's in a band. So she's a cool chick. Oh, wow. I yeah. was, was kind of thinking that would probably be her talent at some part or at some point was going to be to sing.
0: Yeah, when she eventually
1: gets oh, past the Miss Magic Jesus pageant. Oh my gosh, the Miss Magic <laughs> Jesus pageant Without too many spoilers, was the show what is everything. sold me on this show. They did this song, you know how most pageants, they come in with a song right beforehand that talks about the pageant and what the values are about. This one is about having Jesus inside of you, all up inside of you. It's and Dee is fantastic. She kills it. In the beginning of that episode when she's singing the Miss Magic Jesus theme song.
0: I mean, Michael Ian Black is in it.
1: Yes. It's got, it has a great cast. Um, and what's um, from Hey Dude? I can never remember her name. Christine Taylor. There you go. Thank you. She's in it as well. Ben Stiller's ex. Yes.
0: I like Christine Taylor a lot. No, it's, it's a great cast, which is... It's a great cast of people that usually do really funny, off-color, mm-hmm. dark humor kind of
1: thing. Exactly. It's a very dark humor show. Yeah. Dallas Roberts plays
0: Bob Armstrong. I don't Mm. want to give away any spoilers or anything. There's a lot of twists into every
1: episode. Every. every, A cliffhanger that makes you want to watch the next one. Yeah. And I love the relationship between her and her best friend. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody. Yeah, Nani. Everybody knows that Nani is probably likes women, but Nani is just... Nani. Nani yeah, just doesn't and that's get what I'm it. Yeah, i a little bit of questionable sexuality. so fun. Yeah, there's like
0: questioning your sexuality, which a lot of people do when they're teenagers, all the way through adulthood. And they mm-hmm. cover all of that here. There's alternative relationships. There's there's bad guys. There's good guys.
1: There's good guys that are bad guys and vice versa. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a really fun show. That's why I wish these people that were complaining about it in the beginning would just actually sit down and watch it and stop petitioning it. Because if they watched it, they would realize what it's actually saying and mm-hmm. what it's actually doing
0: for sure no it's I'm a huge fan of it um it gets dark it gets very dark it gets really funny without us oh god the cliffhanger is so good without us pouring into too many spoilers I'll just say there's there's seances there's yeah sexy Jesus songs and there's of course bikinis. there is the dark horse son of the pastor but you never know what this show because you could be the bad boy and then you find out oh no he wasn't the bad boy he was a good boy all along like you don't know like the show changes yeah. constantly I'm super excited yeah. that got picked up for another season a lot of competition in that show there sure is because there's beauty competitions there's beauty queens fighting it out there's an actual fight on top of a weenie mobile Yeah. That may or may not end in murder. Bum, bum, bum. But speaking of competitive bitches. Yeah. I decided to do a little twist on our tweet of the week. Drunk tweet of the week.
1: My tweets are so good, they're going to be huge.
0: This week, uh, I decided to shy away from our president, because mostly he was just talking about how
1: 3,000 people
0: didn't die in Puerto Rico, and... Uh, about how horrible Obama is. And that's just, I'm over it at this point. And I wanted to jump into the Trump Daughters because Tiffany, who doesn't post that often, posted a picture of herself on September 9th on the balcony in New York. And she is in a really beautifully colored, like, Tiffany blue dress, um, and she, you know, she looks good, whatever. Of course, she
1: has to caption it with Tiffany blue.
0: Yeah, it says Tiffany blue, but she looks super thin, may or may not be photoshopped, who knows,
1: um, yeah. but she looked very a little, blonde. She looked a little like the Russian Barbie doll. She did. She did look photoshopped. Mm-hmm. She like looked... She lost her chin somewhere there. It was uh-huh. very odd. Yeah. I think it would have, like, the filters that they have on droid phones and Google phones that kind of gloss over everything, it looks like there's a little too much of that. Yeah. And
0: I guess she hadn't posted anything since early August. So it'd been about a month since she posted. And then she posted this picture of herself on a balcony in this blue dress. And it says Tiffany blue. Mm -hmm. And then wouldn't you know it the same exact day, her sister Ivanka posted a picture of herself picking apples that I still think look like peaches with her husband, Jared Kushner and their son. And it's captioned happy new year to Jewish people all over the world. Shanatova Umetuka. Hashtag Rosh Hashanah.
1: Umetuka.
0: Umetuka. The only reason I know how to say that because I am clearly not Jewish is
1: uh, there was a beautiful dance video. Beautiful dance video that I will put up on our website. Please do. I enjoyed it. I got it stuck in my head for a good 10 minutes before I started getting Elvis Presley stuck in my head again. I believe it goes Shana Tuva Umetuka. Right? This reminds me of your first word. <laughs> dukha Yeah, exactly.
0: I made up a word when I was a child. Michelle just found that out today because we found an old autobiography that I made my mother write.
1: Yeah. She's my ghostwriter. Yeah, she was. You were, like, from the womb mm-hmm. already already <laughs> on a typewriter.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so they're both pretty, pretty good dumb tweets. I mean, I appreciate the support to the Jewish community. Her husband is clearly a Jewish man. Yeah.
1: I still think those apples look like peaches. Mm-hmm. They they look like peaches, right? No, that's just you. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they weren't like a red delicious or an obviously green apple. They were they were on an apple farm, right? So they were they clearly were still, like in Virginia, or upstate New York. Yeah, or something. they were still getting ripe, so they were just right. a little pale in color. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Who who wins for Trump daughter tweet of the week? Oh, man, this is tough. This is tough because I like them both for different reasons, obviously. Um, I feel bad for Tiffany because she's the other sister. I remember she got famous for a hot minute because of Instagram. It was like rich kids of Instagram. And she was posting stupid things like, uh, you know, gold boats and shit, whatever rich people do. Uh, So people hated her for a while. And I think that's why she kind of backed backed off of social media as much, especially when he became president. Because she's still like the other sister. So I want to, like, give her props, but at the same time, I like that Ivanka's doing the Jewish thing because so many of their followers hate her husband because he's Jewish. Hmm. Remember that? They're like, Ivanka's, like, the most beautiful woman in the world. She represents our people. Why the, is she married to a Jew? Like, all the white supremacists that love Trump right. hate him.
0: Huh. So I'm torn. I will put
1: both pictures up on the if site. If Tiffany went first, that's going to be my
0: weighing factor. So Ivanka posted hers at 11.22 a.m., on September 9th. And Tiffany posted hers at 10.14 a.m.
1: on September so, 9th. Oh, that was just an hour
0: later, Ivanka tweeted. So, I mean, I, I think Tiffany's the winner of this. I think Ivanka could have waited a little bit longer to tweet her Rosh Hashanah. I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta go with Tiffany because I like the the black sheep mm-hmm. of the family. Good on Ivanka. She has her little family it was her sister's day. Her sister just posted something looking pretty, really proud of her very expensive dress on a very expensive balcony. And she's got to be like, no, it's about me today. I'll put this up on our Twitter. Our Twitter is vodcast1. So let's just let the world choose who wins, Ivanka or Tiffany in our Trump Daughters Tweet of the Week. So go ahead and check out our Twitter page and get in your vote for which Trump Daughter wins Tweet of the Week. Trump Tweet of the Week. This is the best tweet ever. It's gonna be huge. Another competitive gal in the news... In the final of the U.S. Tennis Open against Naomi Osaka, Serena Williams was warned for coaching after her hot French coach was seen making hand signals in her direction. So hot. Yeah. Williams angrily denied that she would ever cheat. Uh, When she was docked a point for smashing her racket a few games later, she berated the umpire, Carlos Ramos, and accused him of being a thief because he stole a point from her. Ramos then penalized her... A game, an entire game for verbal abuse. Uh, Ramos gave three code violations to Serena Williams, who raged at the chair umpire, and after the match, accused him of sexism. (laughs) Sexism? Um, well, here's the thing. I've watched some tennis before, reluctantly, and men are angry at that game I've seen many a wreck it's broken thrown mm-hmm. I've seen things hit people in the side because someone was so angry I've never seen anyone lose a game over anger mm-hmm. um and yeah I will admit that and and her hot coach admitted yeah I was but I wasn't signaling so she would see me coaching her. I was just, I'm a coach. So Mm -hmm. naturally, just like anybody yells at the TV during a football game, Mm -hmm. I was kind of like doing what I do when I coach her.
1: Right. Well, I I mean, I'm kind of on the fence about this one just because there has been a lot going on with tennis ever since her outfit um, that she used for compression after having given birth was... Denied. She couldn't wear it anymore, so she had to put on the frilly skirt, mm-hmm. and, you know, she revolted back against that. Uh, there was another woman on the sidelines who changed her shirt, and she got uh, deducted points for it. Even though she's wearing a sports bra, and a lot of these women wear just sports bra or crop tops or whatever else, she was completely covered. Uh, She still got, uh, I believe it was a point deducted for doing that on the sidelines. And, you know, everybody was up in arms like, well, the men do it all the time and they're fine. So there is a lot of sexism in tennis right now, but I just don't agree with how she handled it. I think that yelling at the umpire is just going to make the situation worse and it's going to make you look unprofessional. I think what he did was unfair, but I don't think anything good could have come at her yelling. But I do understand that rage. Like, that's why I don't like to be... In a car in bad traffic because I, I have that rage. Knowing that you've lost a
0: point, now you're having a game taken away for verbal abuse. It's just like, mm-hmm. I just worked my ass off for how long to get back here to keep doing this. And then this happens. And then right. the poor poor Naomi Osaka gets up to accept her, her title and her trophy and is booed and she's crying I don't so blame this her because it's not year her old fault. girl This poor 20-year-old girl who, who played a great game is is can't enjoy her moment. And that's no, so sad.
1: Because you should be able to win the game for how you played, not on a technicality. Right. You never really do feel like you won, especially when you're pa- playing somebody so big as Williams. So on one hand,
0: yes, they did something wrong. So mm-hmm. he shouldn't have been coaching from the stands. She shouldn't have been having this outburst. But also, Carlos Ramos shouldn't have been
1: as nasty. As
0: nasty, and singling her out for something that
1: mm-hmm.
0: men do all the time. So, Serena Williams told Ramos, You'll never do another one of my matches. Well, they're both going to be at the Australian Open. But oh, fun. They're going to keep those two separated yes, to avoid any more fireworks. Mm-hmm. I would like to propose a new segment because we're so into celebrity feuds and all of these things. I would like a new segment called
1: Cucka Cucka Cat Fights. Cat fights.
0: There was a physical altercation at the New York Fashion Week party this month. During a Christina Aguilera performance, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj had it out on the second floor balcony. Uh, An insider told People Magazine the scene was fucking crazy. It was entourage against entourage. They had their altercation on the second floor balcony right above the red carpet. Uh, Cardi walked towards Nikki and all of a sudden Cardi started screaming something about her child and she was yelling, Bitch, you feisty. Bitch, don't talk shit about my child at Nikki. She threw her shoe because she couldn't get through the entourage. There you go. Uh, But it only hit one of the bodyguards, and it did not hit Nicki Minaj. Something hit Cardi, though, because she had that huge Mm welt right above her eye. A hematoma,
1: I believe they call it. Yeah, that just sounds scary, though.
0: (laughs) Immediately following the incident, Cardi was escorted out by security while Nicki Minaj stayed inside, blowing kisses to her haters and her fans. Uh, Yeah. So I thought it would be fun to kind of learn about these ladies, dig into this, Okay. I know you have your own feelings about this. I know I have my own feelings about this. And we'll just see if their cat fight turns into our cat fight, really. Okay, uh, I, I know can see you, dig- have... you dug. Dugged. I dug dugged it. <laughs> I dug it into it. Um, I want to know, like, who is Nikki? Who is Cardi? Right. Where, where, where this fight originated, because it seems that things have been going south in the Cardi-Nikki world for a while. Nicki Minaj, whose real name is Onika... 35 years old. Um, She is a Trinidadian American rapper, singer, songwriter, model, and actress. Mm -hmm. You might remember her from that film, The Other Woman, starring Cameron Diaz. She played, like, somebody that worked with the guy that they were all sleeping with. So Cameron Diaz. I never saw the movie. Oh, you'd like that movie. You should watch it. There's some catfights on that one, too. So, Nicki Minaj's real name is Onika, born in Trinidad and Tobacco and raised in Queens, New York. Oh. Uh, early in her career, she was known for her colorful costumes and wigs. Her greatest hits are Super Bass and Anaconda. I hate that song so much. I love that song so much. So we can see where this fight is going.
1: Uh-huh. Nicki Minaj is known for her fights, her arguments. Yeah, I mean, she was just in a fight with, um, what's his face? I don't know the name of the rapper, but the guy that's with, uh... Kylie Jenner. Right. Travis. Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just in a fight with him, like, last week.
0: Yes. Well, Nicki Minaj says it how it is. Um, Or she's just a jealous bitch. I mean. But that's the thing. I think people are jealous of her because if Nicki Minaj spits it, Nicki Minaj wrote it. And other bitches don't do that. Other bitches don't write their own shit. Or they just write things, let her go, like, money moves. So Nicki's had a couple other feuds. You know, she had the one with Taylor Swift. She had one with Taylor Swift um, when Taylor was the only woman nominated uh, and Nikki had to say something about that.
1: Obviously. Had to shame her for being skinny and white. Well, why wasn't Nikki nominated? The shit she spits is good. Both of them suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she did have that one really amazing moment with Miley Cyrus because Miley had been kind of talking shit about her in the press and it was at uh, the VMAs. Miley Cyrus was hosting it. And so um, when Nicki Minaj got up on stage to present or win or something like that, um, she just took the mic and said, Actually, Miley, you had a lot of shit to say about me to the press. So what's fucking good? And Miley's face just dropped. And she's like, Y'all, y'all, I don't know. You know, we all do interviews, y'all, because that's how Miley Cyrus talks. Apparently. Uh, Also, Mariah Carey, because Mariah Carey's a bully, uh, when they were both working on American Idol together. Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey were kind of going back and forth. I do remember that one. They couldn't work together. But Mariah Carey basically said, Minaj doesn't know how to sing, so she shouldn't be judging other people singing because she's Mariah Carey's horrible.
1: Um, but so she that's... is a rapper. Like, I've never heard her sing. Have you heard her sing? I can't say if she's good or bad, but I just feel like she's probably not. I feel. Like... I mean, I've heard that Yeah, stuff, well, she excels at rapping. That's also auto-tune. She, she
0: excels at writing and at rapping okay. um she's not like there's different styles of singing so mm-hmm. cardi b is 25 years old her real name is Belcalis. she is known professionally as cardi b uh which comes from bacardi people call her bacardi uh and so she adapted the name to cardi b yeah my friend also calls their dog bacardi so mm-hmm. that's fun so she is an american rapper born and raised in the bronx In New York. She first attracted attention for discussing her career as a stripper on social media. That, coupled with her no filter attitude, she became an internet celebrity through Instagram. And from 2015 to 2017, she appeared as a regular cast member on VH1's
1: Love and Hip Hop New York. Her hit is "Bodak Yellow," which everyone knows as "Money Moves." So in September two thousand and seventeen, Cardi became the first female rapper to go number one in nearly twenty years without a featured credited artist. So the last person to do that was Lauren Hill with "Duop That Thing."
0: Right, and many people thought Nicki Minaj was going to be the one to nab that honor, but right. Cardi B got it. And actually, um, Nicki Minaj sent Cardi B a congratulatory tweet. When that happens, See,
1: that's kind of cool, because Cardi did knock uh, Taylor Swift down for her song, Look What You Made Me Do.
0: Well, so the pair have kind of had this beef going on for a little over a year now. You know, as you said, when, when this happened, it seemed like, you know, Nicki was cool with it. She kind of having this cool accomplishment that everybody thought Nicki Minaj was going to get. Um, but then on the track Motorsport, which started as a collaboration between Nicki Minaj and Quavo? Quavo?
1: I don't know. Is he named after Jose? Maybe. I don't know. That's Quervo. But. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought you were taking or saying it completely wrong. Yeah. No, I
0: think he's an, he's an offset rapper. And I believe that's who Cardi B is married to or engaged to or having just had a baby with or something like that. Um, But they were doing this song Motorsport and then he brought on his other bandmates and Cardi B. And then things got messier because apparently Nicki Minaj wrote a verse. They altered it. Cardi admitted during the interview that like the track that she heard didn't have that verse on it. It was a whole mess there. So that was back in fall of 2017. Nicki and Cardi did back to back interviews. Cardi went first telling the host that there was no bad blood between Minaj and herself. She said, I just feel like it's really internet made up. I really feel like fans and people, they really want to see this happen because it's entertaining to see people beef. Nicki Minaj followed it up several weeks later with a really tearful interview saying that she felt ambushed. Nicki said, I was never feuding with anybody. There was a misunderstanding. I think she felt a certain type of way about something and I felt a certain way about something. Then in summer of 2018, Nicki Minaj, on her own radio show, said, You can't be expected to be liked and loved and praised all the fucking time. Give me a break. You're coming into the wrong game if you want people to kiss your ass and suck your dick all day. My N-word. Like, come on. And then our investigators of the world mm-hmm. saw that Nicki Minaj blocked Cardi B. And then this big old fight that just happened. Yeah. So they've So they have a history of beef between the two of them. Mm-hmm. We've got celebrities taking sides. There's some that are being Switzerland and the whole thing. And then there are some that are voicing their support. Haley Baldwin and Jonathan Van Ness and Snooki are among the stars that are liking Cardi B's statements on Instagram. And then we've got some supporters of Nicki Minaj. Vanessa Hudgens, Lisa Rinna from Days of Our Lives and Ugh. Real Housewives. They all are supporting Nicki on Insta. Kim Kardashian. She's on Real Housewives? Lisa Rinna? Yeah. yeah. I didn't really know else. Uh, Kim Kardashian also seemingly got muddled up into Team Cardi, but that's probably because she hates Nicki Minaj over yeah. the whole aforementioned Travis Scott situation. All
2: right.
0: Um, however, Azalea Banks is on Nicki's side, but she also hates Cardi B, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, and then the queen herself, Beyonce, posted a picture of Nicki with, uh, it was actually Nicki Minaj's mugshot, uh, with the hearts around it. And that was actually, while it might look a little shady, is a sign of support because at uh, her shows with Jay-Z, they put a bunch of mug shots
1: and they yeah. love her. And- well, of course. And that's why they're going to back her up because of Jay-Z. Jay- because of Jay-Z. <laughs> but also um, Cardi B passed Beyonce for the most simultaneous titles on the ranking by a solo female for Billboard Hot 100. So Cardi B is competition for Beyonce now. Well, I but what? I see I don't agree with these things. I so think her, her album a one
0: hit wonder her album character.
1: In, her album Invasion of Privacy has 13 songs on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, but they're not all I don't all listen, listen to them, but like they obviously people like them. They're on the Hot 100. They wouldn't be there if people didn't enjoy them.
0: I I feel like Nikki is the winner of this. Uh I mean clearly she was the winner. She has no welts on her face. She That's has an true. entourage.
1: I just I've never liked Nikki because I mean Cardi B speaks her mind too. Um half the time you can't understand what she's saying, which I think is even more fun. I learned about her from our twenty one year old coworker uh last year. Um, because I guess she was at Coachella or something and she was pregnant. She was like humping the stage and it was ridiculous. But whatever, it's Cardi B. She's cool. So I I like that sass to her. I love the fire, the passion, the the craziness. Like she picked up a shoe and threw it. Like that's fantastic. Who throws she's a shoe at at a fancy event, nonetheless. Like at, but that's at what, the Harper's Bazaar Fashion yes, Week. Exactly. Like that's a very classy get together <laughs> and homegirl's over here taking off her shoes and throwing them across the room. Like she's just so outlandish. I enjoy it. Nicki Minaj, I don't like and the whole reason why they were fighting this specific time was that Cardi B was trying to get other people to collaborate with her on a new album, but apparently Nicki Minaj is trying to blacklist her. So Nicki Minaj is going to her people since she's been in the industry longer and she's like, "Don't work with Cardi B, don't work with Cardi B." So Cardi B is getting frustrated cuz these people are like, "I'd love to work with you, ma'am, but like I'm I'm already with Nicki, like I can't break that. She won't let me." Or like, not that she won't let me, but that's how the whole fight started. She wanted to do these collabs and Nikki was just putting her foot down and was like, uh-uh, girl. I'm well, better than you. I want to show how better than you I am by hoarding all these people. I don't think Nikki needs anybody holding her back. That's the thing. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I do you don't think, think that Cardi's holding her back? How is Cardi holding her back? I think that Cardi would hold her back on
1: on the album i think that nikki is a fast talking bitch uh that knows what she wants well, she to say but she doesn't want to work with nikki she wants to work with other people and the other people that she wants to work with are apparently like have this thing with nikki i don't know they can't break it this this whole thing is very confusing but Probably i just you can't don't understand like, a word that cardi says i know i just don't i've never liked Nicki minaj i don't like cardi b but i would prefer her over nikki this is like this is like political races right here, where you just go with the candidate that you hate the least. And like, that's why I'm going to go with Cardi B. And that's why Trump is president. Exactly. So you're basically voting for Trump right now. So
0: during this catfight segment, I would like to introduce uh, something that I need to bring to the table when we have a disagreement. And it is a segment called Man Pinions. So I've brought Max Grill into the room. Hi. So Max is the resident man in the room right now, and uh, I want to... Max, what do you know about this Nicki Minaj-Cardi
1: B altercation?
2: I know absolutely nothing.
1: Who do you choose, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? So basically... He doesn't need to know. Who do you choose?
2: Who's Cardi B?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boom, bitch. That's different. You live with him.
2: My question is, who's Cardi B? And I'll give you my opinion, and then... And then? Who's Cardi B?
1: Cardi B is a rapper. Uh, she is also an internet personality.
2: Could you sing one of her songs for me or rap?
1: Money, money shot, money, money shot. Is that what you said earlier? Money moves. Money moves, mo- mo- money moves, moves, money. Bodak. Yellow. That's how it goes, right? Nope.
2: Okay, I need, Um. could you rap one of Nicki Minaj's songs for me?
1: My anaconda don't.
2: I gotta go with Hillary Clinton on this one.
1: <laughs> good choice, good choice. <laughs>
0: Manpinions. I did want to bring in a quote from um, one of our number one listeners, Hillary Leonard. She is the owner of Lost and Found and of Free State, both amazing bars in Washington, D.C. Check them out. Um, But I asked if she would like to add to the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj incident through a text message. And her response was, she run that shit like cardio. So there you have it. Drop the mic. I got it. Okay. She's a huge. She's a huge fan. So Hillary has sided yeah. with you. Max has sided with us. So I us? guess us the community of Nicki Minajers. Yeah, I was gonna say I Menagers. only see one of you, Minajies.
1: <laughs> what do you call yourselves?
0: Minaj-eyes. Oh man. <laughs> all right. So we are still up in the air on who really wins, but we all know that Nicki Minaj is the winner in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. And we need another drink. We do need another drink, but I wanted to, before we move on, to grab another drink. Lots of altercations in this episode. Oh, so Mm. many. What's our cause of the week? It's like,
1: is is mercury in retrograde or whatever the hell happens? Maybe we're all in our periods, as those men say. Oh, that's probably true, though. Uh Hang on.
0: Max has an opinion of our cause of the week. (laughs)
1: Man, opinion.
2: Hello, everyone out there. This is Max Grill. You girls ever have that time of the month where... Stuff's just flooding. Well, I have a product for you. It's now the Max Grill Maxi Pads. Maxi Grill Pads, for short. You can get them in no stores, but you could get them if you go to the Vodcast website. Or not. But just donate money and see what happens. Maxi Grill Pads come into a store near you, or maybe not. But Maxi Grill Pads, think about it.
0: And that's Max Grill with our Cause of the Week. Thank you, Max. That's pretty much our show for today. A lot of a lot of angry women this, this week and I like it. Yeah. I'm a angry. huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the anger. Uh, please, please, if we said anything to offend you, we would love to hear about it. You can email us at vodcast at gmail, V-O-D-K, C-A-S-T at gmail.com. You could also weigh in on our Trump Daughter tweet of the week on our Twitter page, V O D K C A S T one. You can check out our Instagram. Please give us a follow because we always post ridiculous things every day. Yeah, Juliet's really good at graphics. And as always, go to our website, vodcastpodcast.com to be linked to all of the other things that we do. I would like to thank Max Grill for stopping by. Thanks, Max, um, with his man opinion and his advertisement for our cause of the week. Please go to our vodcast podcast website V O D K C A S T podcast.com and you can donate to the MaxiPad Fund. Uh you can also donate by buying us things to help us enhance this podcast. Help me I'm poor. Help me I'm poor. We have an Amazon wish list set up. Uh you are more than welcome to donate to that. Thank you for listening.
1: Tune in next time.
0: Tune in next time and cheers. Cheers. Bye.